0: Today is Friday, September 21st, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. Joe Biden wants to give more money to the country of Ukraine after having a visit from the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, on Thursday. Zelensky is urging the U.S. to not stop giving their current aid to the country, as well as to give even more of U.S. taxpayer money. Zelensky's push for more money comes at a very contentious time in Congress right now, as some Republicans are seeking to stop the funding from going to Ukraine and instead use that money to secure the U.S.-Mexico border. Those Republicans have currently blocked for the second time a military spending package that would continue to spend money on Ukraine. Florida Congressman Matt Gates is leading the charge on this blockade of the defense spending bill, and Gates spoke about why some Republicans are not working with the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy anymore. Gates spoke with Sebastian Gorka on Salem Media.
1: Uh, I have been pushing for the Congress to review the agencies of government separately, to not back a continuing resolution that funds or doesn't fund all of government in one up or down vote. I think that uh, the military and the Department of Education should stand separately. Uh, House leadership just put up the military funding bill, and it did not get the right uh, number of votes for us to proceed on to that bill. Uh, a number of House conservatives voted against proceeding to the military spending bill because they have not heard any vision or strategy from the speaker of the house regarding what the overall top line budget number will be so uh, it's a bit of a precarious situation we've got ourselves in and it leaves me wondering dr gorka how is it that we always end up backed against the wall with government funding running out and we haven't done our work to get uh, legislation to address government funding before the body voted on in an open amendment process. So it looks like things indeed are going to get worse before they get better in the Congress. And uh, and we'll have to fight our way through that.
0: Over in the House Judiciary Committee, Chairman Jim Jordan has sent another subpoena to FBI agent Elvis Chan after a September 15th date fell through where... Chan was going to speak to that committee. The Judiciary Committee wants to depose Chan on October 5th regarding his part in the FBI Foreign Influence Task Force and the 2020 presidential election. Chan is being looked into for colluding with big tech to censor various campaigns and viewpoints leading up to the election when it comes to both COVID and the Hunter Biden laptop. The subpoena was issued by Jordan after the Department of Justice prohibited Chan from voluntarily offering an interview. The election lawsuit involving Republican Carrie Lake out of Arizona was in a courtroom on Thursday. Lake is seeking to inspect the mail-in ballot signatures for the 2022 election where she ran against Democrat Katie Hobbs in the gubernatorial race. Lake maintains that her campaign was denied access to public documents within Maricopa County that would have allowed for verification of the mail-in ballots and whether or not the signatures matched. To those of a legitimate voter. The Gateway Pundit has been reporting that hundreds of thousands of fraudulent signatures were approved in Maricopa County by ballot reviewers who were rubber stamping them with approval rather than taking time to match prior signatures from the voter. The Lake case should wrap up this coming Monday. The Lancet has released a study that acknowledges that the mRNA placed in the COVID 19 shot does, in fact, transfer to some degree from a nursing mother to her baby. The trace amounts of mRNA were found in the breast milk of 10 women up to 45 hours after vaccination. The article was published in the October edition of The Lancet and backs up an earlier finding from the 2022 JMAA study on the same issue. This latest study also contradicts what was pushed out by the Center for Disease Control when the COVID-19 shots were first rolled out, where the CDC said that such a transfer through nursing did not occur. And as we head into the weekend, it would be good to hear from a very passionate woman who's a member of the European Union Parliament. German Representative Christine Anderson has a message to say about globalist elites and the rest of the population.
2: It, it comes down to a choice. It's either freedom, democracy and the rule of law or enslavement. There is no such thing in between. There is no such thing as a little freedom, a little democracy, a little rule of law, just as there is no such thing as a little enslavement. That's the choice. It comes down to it's either the globalitarian misanthropists or the people. It comes down to it's either us or them. And that's, I think, what this really is all about. And once again, I will say to every single elected representative around the world, to every single member in every elected government around the world, if you do not unequivocally stand with the people and serve in their best interest, act in their best interest, you have no place in any parliament or in any government you belong behind bars you may even rot in hell for all I care at this point because that's exactly what you deserve if you sell out the people these
0: national story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism, where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is available on the Open Inc. website. This week, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland testified before the House Judiciary Committee on numerous issues that were brought up by conservative Republicans. Garland was asked about the number of confidential human informants and FBI agents who may have been placed within the crowds in D.C. on January 6th. Garland claimed to have no knowledge of that effort or any numbers related to it. Kentucky Congressman Thomas Massey, however, was not buying that claim. How many
3: agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol and how many went into the Capitol? Can you answer that now? I don't know the answer to that question. You don't know how many there were or there were none?
4: I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. I don't know whether there are any.
3: I think you may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again, that you don't know that there were any?
4: I have no personal knowledge of this matter. I think what I said the last time. You've had two years to find
3: out the American public isn't
4: buying it.
0: Another interesting line of questioning occurred with Alabama Congressman Barry Moore over the purchase of geolocational data on Americans who were in the Capitol on January 6th. That would be a process that privacy advocates and constitutional conservatives would consider a violation of the Fourth Amendment. That is, when it comes to privacy and unreasonable searches by the government, here is the exchange between Moore and Garland.
3: The first question I have is I understand now that we know that thanks to an FBI whistleblower, that the FBI received information on Americans from Bank of America. Specifically, Bank of America sent the FBI a list of customers who made transactions In the days (laughs) on and around January 6, 2021. (coughs) My question for you is, did the Department of Justice acquire any geolocation data from January 1st, 2020 through December 31st, 2021? Yes or no?
4: I'm sorry, did you say locational data?
3: Geolocational data.
4: Geolocational, I I believe uh, everything that was done with respect to geolocational data was... Uh, disclosed in the public filings in the January six cases. I don't have that at my fingertips, but this is a matter of public
3: record. Do you remember any specific analyses that you may have done with that data? I'm sorry, I, I can't any hear Any specific that. analyses that you may have gotten from that data? Was there anything particular you were looking for, Mr. Attorney General? Like, did I, they exercise their rights? Did they maybe buy a firearm?
4: I'm sorry, I don't know anything about the, the second thing. The purpose, as I understood, of the location data was to determine whether people who claim they weren't inside the Capitol actually were inside the Capitol.
3: Well, where did, where did the, uh, I guess the question is, to your knowledge, and where the DOJ, the geo, I'm sorry, geolocation data from external sources, entities, or organizations, to your knowledge, did you receive that from external sources, or are you buying that data?
4: So, I don't, I don't I don't know the exact answer in general, but I believe with respect to January 6th, these were the the results of subpoena as issued to um, telephone companies.
3: So you subpoenaed the telephone companies, then they got the data. This
4: requires orders uh, uh, authorized by the court.
0: Earlier in 2023, the director of the FBI, Christopher Wray, admitted in another hearing before the U.S. Senate that, yes, indeed, that agency had bought cell phone data from companies rather than go through the judicial process of seeking a search warrant or subpoena. The danger of developing this purchasing route by the government is alarming. What that means is that the normal required proof of probable cause that is presented to a judge is, to justify further surveillance or a search and seizure is completely circumvented. It allows a government agency to surveil Americans at will and for as long as they desire, for as long as they want to purchase the cell phone data. Director Ray did admit that the FBI purchased the geolocation data in the past, but he also said that it only involved internet advertising data and that the practice of purchasing the data was not happening at this point within the agency. There are documents on the Open Inc. website related to geofencing and the data acquired. And Greg Phillips has posted some of the media reports on the issue on his Truth Social account. I will link to these articles in the podcast description. Thanks for listening to this Daily Inc. update.